Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. I just want to say that I'm... So sad that I missed Paris' wedding. It would have been beautiful. I didn't want to bring the shame. I didn't want to bring the shame onto something that would have been so... Real talk, though, I felt bad for EJ Global in that moment. That was the first moment I've ever felt an ounce of empathy for her. You were feeling empathy last season. I had mo- I went I swung back and forth. It was a I wild bipolar ride last season where I was Which like much describes her <laughs> yeah. quite frankly. I was right there with her. Mm-hmm. But like this moment I was like, oh, this is truly vulnerable, even though it's yeah. like couched in like 
layers of booze it's like that's the most real i've ever seen her about any of this yeah i felt bad for it as and a, i was like that's sad from one drunk to another i felt yeah i felt i've been there i felt that just complete sorrow and like desolation mm-hmm. and it it was wafting off her and i think everyone felt bad for her in that moment yeah even garcel i think it's christmas bitch <laughs> yeah it's hard holidays holidays are hard everything. She probably doesn't talk to her family right now. It doesn't seem like she's or like in touch with them. Her fam- who is her family? Her son. Oh, her cop. Her son. mom. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know them. I mean, Tom, you know, that must have been like a big anyway, we'll get to it. But it was But yeah. I what did I want to talk to you about? Oh, the name on everybody's lips is gonna be Prince of Pegging. Yeah. So, it's big scandal erupting overseas. <laughs> In the Emerald Isle, I guess Prince William, because we all know he allegedly had that affair with Kate Middleton's best friend Rose, something that mm-hmm. Mar- Marquisa. Yeah. She basically is like a copy of Kate Middleton, in a sense. Just like, more wild looking. But I guess... It came out today via Demois had some blind item and there's other leaking tabloid fodder coming out that apparently Prince William is into pegging. As he should be. No, and there's nothing there's I think As the peg- every single man should be and experience it once to see if you like it, you probably will. Every man, regardless of your proclivity should know what it's like to get fucked. You should just it have makes you a better person. Tickle your prostate. I'm just saying you will probably love it and if you don't that's fine but at least you tried it. Just like I think every woman should put a strapless dildo on so that it feels like you have a dick and peg a man. Mm. I think that it's really good to know what it's like to be the penetrator versus the penetratee. And Britain is so, like, puritanical. Well, yeah, and obviously. fucking weird about we think sex. We're, we think we're bad. No, we're like, you can fuck, but it must be clouded in shame. And if you get pregnant, good fucking luck with that. And but, in like, England, Britain they're like, is like, we don't talk about anything. We never have sex. We're boy. frigid. Yeah. Oh, and then and then when someone does do, they go, oh, I. yeah, it's like this is 2022. I yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's who knows if it's true. I feel like it. Megan started this rumor. It could be. This a, is has Megan written all over it. This it is her grand revenge plan. Straight from Santa Barbara. She morse coded that shit to people in the UK. Because even if it's not a big deal, like. To them, it is a big deal because he's he's the uh Well, and like ass rumors about men in the public eye are always meant to be like a takedown thing. Well, it's homophobia. Yeah, but it's also just some... There's something also just about... Because it is kind of homophobia, but it's also not. It's just like men getting shit in their butts which a lot of like straight or like bisexual men like to do it's feminine it makes them it like feminizes them yeah it's like 
And people always also hate remember women. like the Richard Gear gerbil rumor. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, there's. I mean, I feel like I grew up and in middle school there was like some kid that everyone was like he puts baby carrots in his butt. Like there's always like a butt rumor floating around about a man that's meant to truly destroy them. Yeah, and like this is the kind of thing. But this is even though it's like. It sh- on it shouldn't be in an ideal world no one would care but because he is the future king and he's like you know puts on such an air of like doing everything right so the idea of him getting liking getting plowed is like kind of funny yeah but i'm like that makes me like him more i'm like go off king literally literally i'm like go get your fucking hole filled and, and- serviced that's dope and I like the idea of knowing Kate knows that he's into this, but probably is like, go seek that elsewhere. But like, she's like, love that for you. I mean, does Kate? I can't. They are so sexless to me that it's like almost impossible to imagine any of them having sex. Well, Kate and William, when they were younger, were hot. Yeah. And they looked like they were fucking. And they were like young and drunk and free. Megan and Harry, when you see them, regardless Harry of what you think. Also sexless to me. Oh, see, I think when they're together, I'm like, these two fuck. They have like a, their chemistry seems real. Yeah. William and Kate, I think maybe they had that at one point, but I'm sure the trauma of their everyday lives and like the (laughs) prison that they both live in has just eroded any kind of like affinity for each other. Well, he's becoming more and more Prince Philip like with every passing second. So he's becoming poltergeist man he in the is hat. the man in the hat yeah and you Kate, like go into a office building that's haunted and you push an elevator button and suddenly prince william man in the hat is there and the only way to get him to stop bugging you is to just fuck him right in the ass but the good news is the the i mean good and bad news bad for us because we always we used to all love how prince william looked but the good news for kate middleton is as he gets uglier, she just gets better looking. Yeah. And gets thinner. She's <laughs> defying gender stereotypes. They are truly. They're reversed. They are reversed. Because usually the men. Maybe they're like the most radical couple out there. They might. Maybe more subversive than we even are giving them credit for. Because like she gets hotter with age. He gets. No comment. She looks better now than she did when she was... She just gets better and better and better. Her hair is incredible. He is wasting away, <laughs> but he also is just loves taking it right up. <laughs> the the, <laughs> the poop <poop-shoot>. shoot. <laughs> <laughs> and like proudly get... I, I mean, we don't... Know, I guys. love that we're like, he made some... Well, you told me as though... You replied no! to me on text look, as though it were fact. Look it up on Google really quick. No, I trust you. It's not... It's it's there's a it I was, trust you that it's like trending. It was and the number one saying. trend on my Twitter was Prince of Pegging, <laughs> which I just love because I love I would love like to hear the Sky News people. About this about, just in. This just apparently in. Prince William enjoys getting pegged. And all the as they say MPs in Parliament just quietly giggling about it. It's as like, though like they haven't had like a yeah, finger on the hole or like get shit on. Like <laughs> all politicians it, are like. getting depraved people probably doing things that like we you know you immediately go to like scat or something they're doing something worse yeah but like go off i i love it i'm like go i'm here for it i just like it just it also it just makes me laugh because they're they just can't 
They just get kept a break. Mm-hmm. They just they fuck themselves all the time, and then when stuff like like with things that are legitimate, this is like, like throat goat style, it is, and it's like they actually you know they're true. The true horrors of this like institution of their like virulent racism and like colonialism and just ancient like fuckery. When you throw in something that's like kind of benign, like getting pegged, it just it's funny. Yeah, it adds to it in like a funny way. Or just like giving head to everyone that you've ever met. <laughs> like, why is like there is some weird correlation though between like why is it so funny to start like sex rumors, sex rumors about people? Because it's funny. Yeah, because it's it's specifically with people that are like like Nancy Reagan and Prince William both. Re- their image that they both created and was created for them was of like demure upper crust very like sort of pure and i think when you hear about nancy reagan who and you know her later life was just this like smiley old thing mm-hmm. the fact that she was like deep throating half the mgm lot allegedly is funny yeah i guess hers is like post-mortem so it's like a little <laughs> bit different but like an active sex room i'm trying to think of like what other like active sex rumors I've heard recently about like celebrities. I mean, I've heard stuff that I can't repeat. Yeah. I've heard, okay. I, I did hear, I heard a rumor once that some, there was a celebrity who's like a major star who likes women to, sh- to <laughs> shit on a glass table that he's laying under. I've heard a lot. Have you heard that? I've heard a lot of shit rumors around this person. There's always like a juicy sex rumor going around and there haven't been that much recently, I don't think, because things are so different now in like celeb tabloid culture. But I do think there's like some ones that prevail that I love. And I think that weirdly, I want to say that those sex rumors stick to men and happen more about men. They do. And they do women. And that is kind of a great equalizer as well. Because I can't think of like truly in modern day times, like sex rumors being started about women that are like about like kinky or like dirty, depraved acts. But like every once in a while, one comes, and this is like Nancy Reagan aside because she was dead, but like every once in a while, one comes along about a man and it will stick to them forever. And that's kind of punk. It is cool. And I think, unfortunately, like the rumors about women are always like that they're a sl- she's a slut or something. But with men, it's always like he likes. Yeah, but like everyone's a slut. Yeah. So. But I'm no, I'm saying that's like the double standard. I know. But when you get older, those slut rumors are like, who cares? Of course. No, I'm not saying I care. I'm just saying that's that's the difference is like with a man, it's something crazy that's embarrassing. But with a woman, it's usually just like she's a homewrecker she's a yeah i guess like homewrecker but even then no one really cares like it's not i feel like once you reach a certain age it's not a good or bad thing to be a slut or be rumored to be a slut as a woman but also fortunately for william that we live in a world where crazy shit happens every day so even if this is trending right now and ever, people are talking about it, it might just fall through the wayside. Because mm-hmm. back then there wasn't as much 
in the news. So it's like if you heard the gerbil thing, it's it sticks. Just you know get, what I mean? Yeah, but I feel like this sticks. You think it'll always there'll always be a whiff of pegging? I think when you go viral, if it's like go, truly going viral, go vibes. Yeah, then it's just like becomes part of the lore. Mm-hmm. Prince of pegging. Prince of pegging. Prince of Wales. Like Prince of pegging. there's really nothing at this point that's like that sexually shocking. What's crazier is that Prince Andrew, like, yeah, no, that is like legitimately the, shocking. Like, that's legitimately shocking. He's like a sex trafficker who fucks underage Pedophile. women, and like everyone, that's really not sticking to him. I mean, He's honestly, just out there riding horses, and we all know how like dirty the royal family plays, and they are so- throwing the queen. Through- <laughs> Someone started this. No, rumor, I'm saying it's like, what and if, it might have been Queen Elizabeth, her damn self. She went willing to take one for the team. No pun intended. He goes, "What well, are you going to make me do, Grandmama?" And she goes, "You like to get pegged." Well, because everyone, people thought that they, Megan, sort of took the brunt of it. To, well, now she's out. She well, said, now she's out. I've had quite enough of that. But I wonder if again it's to deflect because Prince Andrew, I think his trial is coming up. Yeah. It's, I mean, that is, it's legitimately shocking that that's not a bigger deal. That we aren't talking about that every single day. <laughs> that the, a, a senior member of the British royal family is like Impl- implicated in one of the worst things ever. Yeah. Just bar none. But also, it's like there's so many other people that. Oh, no, of course. But like that is, and he was like blatantly lying to. And News- instead, you can start like a Twitter campaign about Prince of Pegging that like takes all of the like attention away from the real thing. Epstein. Yeah. Sick. It's all sick. My tinfoil hat's on. My we tinfoil just got hat has to the been on all week. Bottom of it, everything. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking you digital frames are bleak, but I'm telling you this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. I preloaded pictures on it, and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app, which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps. She thinks everyone's spying on her, stealing her data, and the fact that I was able to break through, and she literally loves this frame, like loaded it up with pictures of her cat. I was like, we did it, Joe. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply.
My tinfoil hat has been on all week. Without like, what else? Just like lots of things. You're starting to see. Your eyes are starting no, to No, I'm not. You're I'm starting not, to really understand no. the way things are working. Oh, my God. No, I just like just with. Um, I mean, it's I'm just noticing like on social media, like things are weird. You're just no, 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 no. Specifically like this week. Like what? The vibes are weird this week. Monkeypox. There's this weird trend I'm seeing right now that there's this, and I don't want to get too much into it. It's kind of funny in like a satirical way, but it's also like shunking. There's this weird trend I'm seeing of these like big, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers, resistance accounts, these like liberal and like blue checkmark liberals and like people that write for reputable places straight people you know like cishet kind of liberal Mm -hmm. that are there's this weird trend that a lot of them are like it's actually very problematic that the health departments are targeting the lgbt community specifically lgbt men with you know requirements for getting vaccine is that you are a man that has sex with man there's something wrong with that it's not a std it's not a gay disease it should be the vaccine should be available for all of us not just gay men and like there's this they're literally like i've seen people literally call that the health departments and like the seat like they're issuing warnings for men who have sex with men they're calling that like problematic and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about like it's I'm like well that's where it's happening it's where it's happening and it, there's no there's no like the sooner we just acknowledge that like right now it's a primarily queer male disease yeah and like or just a queer you know what i mean and and that these people it's like these liberal people and it's it's you know on the right side they're just being homophobic straight up but like this is almost like homophobia under the guise of virtue signaling yeah and it's like they they want to insert themselves in the narrative and make it about them and being like our children are in danger why are they just you know they're just being slandering and being you know targeting gay men like it's one more thing the gays need like we should all be getting this it should all be for us and it's like why are you making this about you it's not about you right now. Yeah. It's not. And there's like weird misinformation going around where they're like, you know, this is going to blow up. It's not an S. There's a hashtag like monkeypox is not an STD. And it's like it is right now. It's spreading primarily through sex. Yeah. And it's it's making me actually crazy that I'm seeing people who are like have verified like, you know, polished resume of work that are tweeting against vaccines being catered to gay men and bi men and like trans men you know what i mean and transgender people Mm -hmm. it's like it's blowing my mind it feels like satire it's like they're like shut up gays we will defend you now against getting no that's like the whole vibe on twitter like what it's been for almost every issue that comes around is like spearheaded by these people that think that they're like brave warriors doing something right taking on the cause and it's like (laughs) shut the fuck up for just shut the fuck up it's not about you every time i log on to twitter every time i even get like a new york times alert i literally my genuine reaction at this point is shut the fuck up like if something doesn't make me immediately want to say shut the fuck up then i'm like okay that's like worth my time but like literally everything i'm just like shut the fuck up i saw this person who's like a writer for like a science magazine or like washington post or something and she literally was tweeting like wow 
come on washington post well no but like, she was like she was like wow really like really awesome that the cdc is basically like come on gay sluts get your shots it's like what? yeah come on gay sluts get your fucking shot but it's also like one you just it feels like you just wanted to say gay sluts and two like so what we should all be getting this it's it's happening to us it's a horrific thing that gay men are are dealing with They're right now you're heading the mo- monkey box movement but it's not like why are it's like it's and it's these people being like this is an emergency that affects us all and it's like yeah it might but right now let's get the problem at hand and nip it in the bud before it does and that means helping first us the, out helping the gay by then the girls then everybody so let the gays go first at sex in the city rules i don't make the rules I, satc does but it's just it's and that makes me it, it actually and i know like other and a lot of people have been talking about it thank god and like been saying so i, I feel like less crazy because i think other queer men and queer people who have sex with men are sharing the same sentiment of like you're making us all crazy right now because you're basically speaking on be speaking for us and it's like the fuck up no shut up yeah it's let us handle it let us deal like we are dealing with it just what nothing just people on it's just that and that is what's making me put my tinfoil hat on because i'm like you it feels like some weird it feels like, to me, it feels like vi- just veiled homophobia. Well, it's just also, like, it's, it's just all engineered to make you feel weird like, and shitty. And like a victim or like some kind of like, I I don't, like, I'm good with getting a vaccine. Yeah. I'm not offended by a requirement to get a vaccine is that you fuck men. I'm like, great, I'll get it. That's what I do. <laughs> you know, it's just, and it, it's... It, I just can't it's crazy take that making. kind of behavior. Like, no, I know. It's just, it's crazy. And like, we're already getting, you know, we don't need. It's about everything now. Every single topic has this breed of person that comes out of the fucking woodwork to like spiel their fucking bullshit. And it's just like, shut the fuck up. No one asked you. I literally don't care what you think. And you're not helping anyone by like taking on this cause and like you're not Joan of Arc, you dumb fucking idiot. No, Shut and it's the like fuck up. And then on the other, it's like a haunted house on the other side. I would side. rather have like hateful. I at least like hateful uh, people are kind of funny sometimes. I don't. There's ne- nothing even ironic. Like there's no irony in like just a person that's like a virtue signal. Virtue signaling. Oh. There's irony and bigotry because it's like so it's so 1.0 yeah i mean i don't want on either side i'm afraid i'd rather not i mean i'm not saying like i'd rather not have any bigotry but like at least that is like you can there's ways of looking at it that are it's just like more ironic well i guess in the terms of it being just clear-cut bigotry and clear-cut homophobia or misogyny or rate you know what i mean but and on the left, it's it's more like left is just like annoying, obscured, and sort of like you have to read between the lines. It's a little, but it's it's both sides are crazy making, and I'm I feel I'm in a fun house. Yeah. Anyway, that's my tinfoil rant. That's why I wear my hat. Yeah, that's why you put your hat on. Why get out of bed? You feel me though? I don't know. I can't be on Twitter All like right. for that very reason because almost every single person on there is just like deeply annoying in that same way 
it's turned into just like a place where it's like we're fighting the fucking fight and it's like you're literally typing and going online on a little website to like put things on it like you're not no one is like changing the world on twitter i am yeah except for you Mm -hmm. but like like people thinking that like they're tweets are like so important and like moving the needle i'm like do you guys understand like if i see a thread a little like i'm like oh do you even know like what this is <laughs> they let people literally open their computers and are like now it's time to tell them a thing or two <laughs> put their little tweet there go oh how do i make it a hundred character oh there it goes perfect this is really gonna change things it's like this is a fucking website, you dumb fuck. Like, you nothing has changed. It's just insane. And everyone participates in it. And I really am like the only people, like, unless you're entertaining, log the fuck off. Agreed. <laughs> like, get log the fuck off. Just fuck off. I can't take it. Say it again. Fuck off. All right, that's enough of Twitter talk. Thank you. Thank you for hearing me. You are heard. You are valid. Sister. You are changing things. I am changing. One tweet at a time. I am changing the needle with all my my Parker Posey Mm -hmm. reactions. I'm changing the things. (laughs) There's a shift. I still have fun on Twitter. I know. I love that for you. Thanks. Bitch. (laughs) I can't relate. I had my fun. And then once in a while, I see a little person. Sometimes, if I take enough Vivance, I feel the need to tweet, but rarely big, does that happen. You're a big happen. retweeter. I love a retweet. I love getting compliments on Twitter. It happens sparingly, but it does happen some. I had a DM conversation from some rando that was like came for me for something, and their name was Tracy Tracy. And I my and this is where my comebacks are now getting. I went shut up and leave me alone, Tracy Tracy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like it's just a hub of negativity mostly without like you're an entertaining person on there and there are entertaining fun people that i'll log on to just catch up on what they're up to but across the board it's just like you literally people it's... exist on there to just make other people to establish their moral high ground and make other people feel bad or they're there to like issue death threats and like be like racist or homophobic and make people feel bad in that way and it's just like it's bad it's like it's the salt and sea yeah we're all just and it's it's kind of looking into like this is the death knell of culture and like our society as a whole and it's just all the gasping smelly fish there were there was like a big data breach or something recently too on twitter like i just read about like some hacker collective or something like got a shit ton of people's twitter data mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. speaking of speaking of hackers i feel like sutton is a hacker on the down low what if she was let's get into it okay i'm kari i'm lara and you're listening to sexy, sexy unique podcast, podcast. beverly hell's angels
Um, we come back up on the Christmas party of the year at Diana's, at Lady Diana's, and Erica is just turned. She's continuing to yell at Crystal about what she can't eat because of her eating disorder. I'm obsessed. One of the best things to ever happen on all of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is, you can't have this. It's a chicken tender. And she keeps going, ah! I love that. That's like, I was like, that's me. We go from that to about 30 seconds later, Kathy goes up to Sheree and she goes, hi, it's so good to see you again. And Sheree goes, I don't think we've ever met. She was good to see you. When was the last time I saw you? And Kathy goes, I never forget a face. I never forget a face. And Sheree goes, no, I don't think we've actually met before. They've never met. And I was like, damn, the editors are coming for Kathy because they did that edit where she thought Garcelle was someone. Like She thought Garcelle was Kyle. Or so she says. I'm ready for the Kathy takedown. It's happening. I love being just a fucking Fairweather fan for literally everyone on reality TV. I know. I I have no allegiances and no loyalty. That's where it's gotten. I will literally give an interview to Molly Lambert for Bustle and be like, Kathy's it. We love her. We stan. And then six months later, be like, she's going fucking down and I'm ready to see her burn in a pile of flames. It made me... It actually... It almost took my breath away. It was so uncomfortable. And Cherie took it in, in stride. Yeah, Cherie's playing it all right. I loved it. But Kathy goes, oh, I never forget a face. I was like, Kathy, you need to go home. Kathy. She's unbelievable. She, she only, I bet she won't stick around for no. like next season. No. it's. I mean, it's it, the writing's on the wall with what that whole like it's it's almost it's like I need, it's chunking. i need fag gate now i yeah. was like when are the ladies going to aspen i was waiting for like next week the ladies go to aspen and i'm like when is this happening i crave it deep in my bones i need the kathy hilton takedown to begin is it is it sutton's assistant that gets called fag i, think, I don't know i feel like she says i think it's because he keeps being featured so i feel like he has something to do with what's coming <laughs> Um, no one is safe from the wrath of Ms. Hilton. I never forget a fag. I face. <laughs> what did she say to Lisa? I need it now. I don't know. Asher takes to the stage. It's very reminiscent of David and Yolanda Foster's sing-along night. I was literally like, no. But then he wasn't actually bad. No, he was, he was good. pretty good. He's Kathy's just... moved to tears, crying. He's just... And there's nothing wrong with this, but he is so gay. Yeah. He said to Erica, he was like, girl, sit down, girl. I was like, oh my God. Is Michael Buble gay? No. He's just like, a, I think some guys like that are just cheesy straights that Reed is gay. He might be bi. Yeah, but like even like Buble was like, yeah, I you think know Asher, what I mean? Asher is just like a musical theater straight, like Lin-Manuel Miranda, who like seems super cheesy and gay, but they're actually just straight. I'm like, why as a man are you singing on a stage? Well, that's like the big question. It also, I told you my Michael Bublé story, right? No. I was on the subway and I was like, you in sort the subway? Of, I was on the subway and I was near like Canal Street and the doors open and I was standing right in front of the doors and Michael Bublé and a quartet of men were just singing at me on the platform. And I watched, I'm not lying to you. I watched. And they were the like whole, performing. He was doing like some kind of video, like for James Corden. I'm sure. Probably no. This was like pre. This was like 2013. But then the doors closed, and we all, everyone in the subway, just kind of like had a, took a beat and then just carried on. Mm-hmm. It was very weird. No one wants to see that. Only in New York. 
Um, Asher starts singing Oh Holy Night. He's yeah, he's good. He's good. I thought it was gonna be like really bad at first and I braced myself, but then when he hit the note, I was like, damn, he's good. He's he was got- killing it. And then EJ Global oh. decides to weigh in and she fully crashes the song. She gets her pretty mess. She's like, Oh yeah, I'm a singer. She goes, Fall on your knees, oh here the angel boy says she goes, Hit the high note. And, and it's, she's heckling him, but then also singing along in her frog voice. And everyone, and, and everyone is so deeply uncomfortable. And like people are kind of quietly mouthing the words, but like no one is. You don't sing when someone else has a microphone yeah. and they are singing to you, yeah. unless they say like everyone sing it. But Oh Holy Night is not a sing along no. song. It never has been, never will be. And Diana's sitting right in front of her, and she keeps she's sitting next to her. She she kind she kind of like. With like a grin and bear it smile, just keeps looking back at her as if to say, shut the fuck up. Ah! And her eyes are closed. Like she's feeling it. And then Garcelle looks over and Garcelle goes, I think Erica misses the attention. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, it's, it's true. EJ. I'm, I was screaming. I was dead. Hit the high note. Go for it. Hit the high note. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Fall we... on your knees. Fall <laughs> on your knees. You're Fergie. And yeah, angel boy. And everyone's just kind of like, and everyone's just wading through the discomfort. Yeah, this is a moment where like someone should say, someone should say, shut the fuck up. Hey, Erica, shut up. Yeah. Like, Rinna should have been like, stop. Just hold it. Yeah, everyone, like, I do appreciate her pushing people to places of discomfort. And she's pu- she's boundary pushing. And I do love that. But again, I was like, why is no one telling her? She's in a twilight. No one on Bever- in Beverly Hills will ever tell you anything. She's in sort of, like, the rock bottom of, like, substance like i've been there it's like it's you kind of exist in this like twilight netherworld where it's just like you're almost like half dreaming all the time but also i kind of don't believe that i think that this is maybe a diversion tactic the like getting fucked up as like her storyline or whatever maybe like i think it's half real half manufactured like she's hamming it up and is like playing that so instead of talking about like all the latest trial stuff she seems pretty drunk i mean no i think she is yeah 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 but i think that it's like if they're talking if my storyline is like i'm so drunk all the time and this is how i'm like coping then we're not gonna talk about the ins and outs of this like trial oh wait we didn't even talk about her getting hit whacked with a 50 million dollar served papers at the airport coming home from hawaii yeah but also like how is she gonna pay that I mean, she didn't have 50. I mm-hmm. guess they would put like a lien on her income from the show. I guess. Also, Diana's son's girlfriend is Rachel Roy and Damon Dash's daughter. Yeah. Didn't realize that. Power families merging. Kathy spills fries all over the floor. She goes, sorry, I didn't mean to. EJ sits down with Rena and she goes, I'm lit. Kathy, I'm lit. Girl, I'm so lit. She goes, I need to talk to you. I wanted to talk to you in person. She goes, I can't. I can't. She goes, I just want to say, 
I wanted to come to Paris' wedding, but I didn't want to bring the shame, the shame. And I was like, damn, she is filled with shame. And I get that. And I feel for her in this moment. Kathy goes, you know, it's it's totally fine. You could have at least responded to the invite and said you couldn't come. But I, I you know, she I did respond. She said, at least you responded. No, oh, I thought she said you. she didn't. No, she said uh, you responded. And that was like, I respect everyone. And I respect that. Oh, my God. She says again. She goes, I I didn't want to bring shame onto something that should have been so beautiful. So beautiful. Diana goes, it was beautiful. It was. Tell Paris she looked gorgeous. Give my love to Nikki and Paris. And then Kathy goes, to Carter in Paris. And then everyone goes, to Carter in Paris. And then she goes, let me say to you, by the way, Kathy, does she look beautiful? Again. <laughs> Kyle keeps cutting Erica slack. And it's it's getting really uncomfortable. It's getting weird. Yeah, Kathy goes over to like the rest of the girlies and she's like, she's out of control. And then they all talk about EJ and Kyle is like codependent. Like Kyle's big takeaway. I'm just baffled that her big takeaway from the Kim scenario is that you can't say put the label of an alcoholic or drug addiction or substance abuse on someone because it could be really damaging. But I'm like, what are you talking about, Kyle? Yeah, I was like, but Kim was an alcoholic. She was an alcoholic. She was a drug addict. It's not like a label. When she said it's it herself. The truth. Even Kathy, when Kyle said that, Kathy kind of looked like they. It's like that's the same thing. That's very similar to kind of like the tweets you're describing is like it's being like this is so bad it's like you think you're being like a ally yeah ally and like not trying to like stigmatize anything or label anyone but by saying you can't do that and it's so bad you're actually making it more shameful than if everyone was just honest and they were like yeah she's fucking drinking too much and it's weird and she's acting weird. You're right. It, 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 and makes, it makes the stigma it worse. worse. Yeah. And it makes it more powerful and more isolating. Yeah. Like, you know, the. Yeah, exactly. Anytime you try and shut down a conversation about anything, it always makes whatever topic that is worse. And then EJ says she is she's talking with uh, Diana and Rina. Rina. And she goes, you know, who inspired me to take care of my mental health. She goes. Amelia Gray. <laughs> she goes, and now I'm on Lexapro and also Wellbutrin and other things. Rina goes, put the drink down. And he goes, no. <laughs> Rina, to her credit, is at this point being like, all right, bitch, let's get this together. Yeah. She's a perfect mixture of good friend but also is going to kind of let it play out as it needs to for the camera. Yeah. She's she's a rat. I'm obsessed with Rinna. I'm back to being just like full blown Rinna Stan. Her outfit that she wore to watch What Happens Live, she looked incredible. Yeah, she looks incredible. Showed up all in a Saint Laurent jumpsuit. She's fully just wearing like a skin tight rose cat suit. Irma Vep. She's Irma Vep. Which I didn't finish yet. 
I really, I'm trying, but it really. Vermavep low key fell off. <laughs> Vep fell off. I love off saying low key fell off. Pretty much by the end of the first episode, I was like, Whew, this is requiring a lot from me. Diana is, she goes, what is she? She goes, uh, I can't read my handwriting. Kyle goes, we got to cut her some slack about Rena or about EJ. And Garcelle goes, you can cut her some slack. And Kyle's so, like, nervous about saying anything. The blind loyalty, it's just, like... It's codependency. It's Kyle's yeah. complete codependent. But it's like, what does Erica have on Kyle? It's... I don't think... I honestly think it's... She's just scared that she won't like her or she'll be mad at her. Yeah, I think Kyle is, like... Kyle needs... I've never seen someone ne- desperately needing Alan on more mm-hmm. than Kyle. EJ gets carried out by Rinna. That was sad. Yeah, I was just glad she didn't like fall on camera or do something. Like her antics are embarrassing, but she hasn't like I've seen worse. They go, "Do you want to sleep here?" And she goes, "No, no, no. Who do you think I am?" <laughs> Diana then apologizes to Garcelle for how she treated her at her own birthday. I love that, and she tops off the apology by going, "I can see it in your eyes that you like me." And Garcelle laughs. And I was like, that's incredible to say to someone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pocket that and use it for the future. And for some reason, Garcelle going, well, I'm going to go, but Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and have a great night. I was, It kind of freaked me out. Yeah. I think she's Hollywood fake. Yeah, for sure. But it just like, I'm like, damn, she's good. Mm-hmm. How withering even that sounds. And she's very, like, she'll always do the right thing. Like, she's a gracious guest and, like, says goodbye and, like, is direct about it. But it's loaded and it is, like... Garcelle's loaded. I'm fucking out of here. But I love. Yeah. Kathy hides Kyle's purse, which is funny. Mm -hmm. She goes, what? I didn't do anything. She goes, Kyle, you never look in the right spot. But I'm also, like, low-key, I fucking hate Kathy now. And you know, Kathy... I'm like, this is weird, like, that she continues to do this to Kyle, even though they've had, like, they've had, they've been beefing, you know what I mean? So it's, like, weird to do, it's, like, a power play that's not landing as, like, truly funny. Like, last season when they were friends, and she, they were, like, doing the martini jokes and stuff, like, that seems funny, but this seems, like... Hurtful. Yeah, Kyle looked like, embarrassed. Yeah, I don't. It just wasn't sitting right with me. So then we head over to the Kimsleys. Dorit and PK's farmhouse of horrors. <laughs> PK goes. He comes into the room and he goes, "Oh, I'm so jaded." And it, Dorit goes, "Jaded?" And he goes, "Oh, you know, in the UK it means something different." I'm like, "What?" Does no, it though? No, you're lying. You just don't know that. <laughs> so I guess I didn't realize PK had gotten arrested for a DUI. No one did because no one cared. He got arrested for suspicion of a DUI, but then let go. They're giving me so a little... So he just got pulled over. <laughs> we got taken to the station. Yeah, but then released with a ticket. They're giving me Teddy Mellencamp a little... This fight was fake. My mom said the same thing. Oh, she always that... calls me. She goes, that was rehearsed. That was rehearsed. PK got arrested. He called Mauricio before he called Dorit, I think. Or Mauricio called... Mauricio knew about the DUI, we find out later, and didn't tell Kyle. Yeah. But Dorit was sort of like, oh, PK, one thing you know about me is I don't like lying. Do not lie in our marriage ever, PK. 
I will not tolerate any dishonesty. I will stand forth. Henceforth, you shall not lie to me again. And he goes, oh, baby, I won't lie to you. That was a really good PK. Thanks. Yeah, I was just like, this is fake and I don't care. I didn't get it. Like, so he got, and she goes, he goes, after, he says, any husband, ask any husband anywhere, after all the things you've been through recently, did you think I really wanted to call you at 4 a.m. in the morning and get you to come out to the station and pick me up? You would have been terrified and triggered. And she goes, oh, PK, I wouldn't have. She said, you don't have to call me at 4 in the morning, but like, tell me. I was just like, oh my God, shut the fuck up. And if this is even real, then I'm grossed out that she's parenting a grown man baby. Yeah. I was like, I don't like these conversations. And He's old as hell. Yeah, but I was like, if that's what you have to look forward to, Good luck in, to a, in a relationship with a man where you are like telling him how to just communicate and be like a regular human being... And, like, you're dressing him down like he's one of your kids. Yeah, it's not good. Fucking miss me with that. Yeah. Erica's publicist, Jack, <laughs> I was like, he's got his work cut out for him. I know. I love Rinna appearing at Erica's door with an umbrella, and she looked like Pennywise. She's slender man. Mm-hmm. Mikey and Erica and Rinna just kind of talk about everything happening. Rena goes, did you black out? Did you black out when you got home? Knowing that, like, I'm sure they pre-convoed at this. She goes, do you black out when you got home? And EJ goes, yeah, I hit my head. She goes, oh. That was? She goes, and then I vomited. I was like, fuck. I was like, damn. Go, double go, homicide. <laughs> go to rehab. She could, like. Or just, like, put the booze down. I get that she wants to like if this is truly real and not just a manufactured storyline. Laura's trusting nothing. I'm truly I trust no one at this point. If this is real, I'm sure it's somewhere in the middle. I get that she wants to like cut loose and have fun and let her hair down. But like you're not going to be able to truly do that because you have a lot of darkness on your plate right now. Like you're still in the fucking mud of this whole scandal. And like, no matter how much you drink or if you fucking smoke PCP or take acid, like you're probably not going to have that great of a time because your life is in shambles. You're being you need sued to just deal left with and right. That. Yeah. Your, your husband is often the fucking insane asylum. <laughs> And you are now just taking the brunt of everyone's anger and blame and nothing, no substance that you snort, inject, ingest is going to change that vibe. The only way out is through. Jesus. And also like, you just better work, bitch. (laughs) We get just a rundown of how everyone's Christmas was and Sutton goes, Sutton had COVID for Christmas and she was all alone because her kids were with their dad in Italy and she goes... I bought myself a sapphire diamond. I had to open something. I love that. Rena and Mikey had did have an intervention with DJ. And I was like, maybe she'll listen. Maybe she won't. I don't really care. I'm not invested. Yeah, I don't care either. And I don't believe it. Or if I do, kind of when someone's on that journey, I'm like, I think I've learned enough to just be like, I'm not like, I don't care anymore. Also, if you're going to just if you know that you're not supposed to drink and you're going to be a little kooky girl, if you have a sip of alcohol on your little meds, 
and you do it anyways, that's your that's a you problem, not a me problem. Also, it's kind of fun to watch. Yeah. I'm like love and light. <laughs> You're really not really hurting anyone except yourself. Then we head out to <laughs> the Central Valley where Garcelle apparently lives. <laughs> where does she live? She lives like by the grapevine. Yeah. It's far, far away. It's not it's like no longer Los Angeles. Um, Garcelle's son, Jade, hates books. And I was like, he's going to Anarchapulco. <laughs> yeah. Don't let him find out about Acapulco. The uh, expat movement going on. The way he was with his mom, I always I always forget like how mean middle schoolers are to their parents. Mm-hmm. Just being like unfriendly and like god real birth control moment for me sutton arrives in the dead of night covid free and wearing a cute little leather jacket zip up jacket very teeny jacket she's irma vap Mm -hmm. and she talks about her lonely little christmas she goes jade say hi to sutton and jade goes hi (laughs) how do you not just like fucking kill your kids every day boys are such little shits oh girls too you think like hi hey i'd be like i will say i was always very polite Mm -hmm. different time (laughs) (laughs) different time we were setting just a lonely little girl she goes richard the kids are with christian and the new girlfriend in italy isn't that just they're in love they'll probably get engaged that adds insult to injury then they talk about ej's drinking and garcelle goes you know we should really look into it and then sutton goes and i I was (laughs) like in her in her head i imagined her putting her little cap on but then sutton goes i will not be looking into this don't ask me to dig any deeper she's good she was tempted to get her perry mason on and then she was like nope she had her monocle was like fingering it in her pocket but then was like i swore off of private eye work long ago (laughs) and i shan't be putting that hat on again she goes garcelle don't try to pull me back into that line of work i want like a pilot episode about like garcelle pulling sutton back into the world the wild world of private investigation yeah like dark noir investigation like a missing woman and garcelle's like you gotta come back you got i think we should look into it and she goes I told you about enough. I told you I can't get involved again. I left it all behind so I could go run a (laughs) turnip farm. I'm trying to date. I'm trying to be different. I'm trying to find love. Dorit goes over to Sutton should go on Rock of Love. Sutton should have her own dating show. I also think she's fearing being killed at every passing moment. (laughs) Sutton. She's afraid of she's afraid of like is similar in a lot of ways to Vicky Gumbelson, if you really think about it. They're they cut from the same cloth. They're both like shonked at everything that happens and they their default mode when overwhelmed is a true like, what is this? Fearing death. Fearing death and also being like not knowing what anything yeah. is, which we'll get to in a bit. But I was clocking it hard in Miss Sutton Strike. Dorit heads over to Kyle's house and Kyle says something like vaguely British and she goes, oh, every time you're around, I think about London, she says to Dorit. And Dorit goes, well, that makes sense. I'm Dorit like, goes, what? I just can't believe the headlines. And Kyle goes, what headlines? 
to read it's like with all the headlines i was like honey this was not a headline because it was a daily mail the daily mail every single day i read the celebrity verticals and i never even saw this this news of pk getting arrested or pulled over and ticketed essentially never got on my radar so therefore it was not a thing but dorit is haunted by headlines have you seen the papers the headlines they're everywhere it's like it's it's in like the the chiron like scrolling it's like right when you scroll 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 before you finally get to the very end of the daily mail it's like dorit like lasted on that website for maybe like 30 minutes before it was outpaced by other stories but the in- the most interesting part of this whole interaction was Kyle kind of Kyle admits that Mauricio and PK really only tell each other stuff. They don't really include the wives in what's happening. They have their own relate. That's called just having your own relationship. With no, the- but I see. I'm seeing. I yeah. Obviously, it's a friendship confiding in each other but like there's something sinister happening with these two what? they're probably like getting their dick sucked together that's what i'm saying at the beverly hills hotel they're like they're up to no good these they're two. bad boys they're like nightcrawler together fine i love dorit goes he d- loves mo he'd take a bullet for him kyle and kyle just laughs she's like what are you talking about but also i think kyle has reason to be concerned i feel like if anything mauricio could pull pk into like a dead hooker situation yeah yeah or vice versa they've buried a body or two together that's what i'm saying it feels like they know where the bodies are buried and they're like you know they're having like they're getting like blow done off their dicks together or their holes yeah Mm -hmm. what if they were in like a sexual love affair with each other maybe that'd be cool yeah mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 percent with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sutton goes on a date with Sunjet from The Bumble, she calls. This is a truly what not to do on a date. From top to bottom, from just the outfit alone. When he, for some reason, I thought Sanjit at one point said, "I'll try the pills," and I, and my immediate went to Propecia because he needs it. <laughs> yeah, the balls. But he's cute. He is cute. Very I handsome. like Sanjit. I want. I would love for them to like go on another date off camera because I think also the being on camera of it all really flustered Miss Strake. But like, he's a good guy. He seems like he has his shit together, and he seems genuinely interested in Sutton. But she's fucking weird. Sutton dresses like this outfit. And I've seen, I know that Sutton can dress sexy and look hot. This outfit was like sexless and childlike. And there's something that. She was this is, like a very, this is a trend too that like I really have to watch myself from falling into is like the urge to be like little girl, like 
the feminine sex, urge to the be... feminine urge to go like full little girl like li- it's almost uh, like Eloise. cottage chords, but it is like I'm just nine. It's like there's a huge calling right now to grown ass women to dress like toddlers, and you, <laughs> you simply must resist it. It's hard. It's hard. It is. Yeah, they're like don't wear of... a kitten. You don't wear on a second date with a man that you might want to fuck. Do not wear your kitten sweater. Save it for a girls' night. Yeah, yeah. Save that was... it for a, a gays' night. That was dark. That was just. It's dark. And then she's like. She walks into this restaurant and she's looking around. The hostess leads her to the table. She goes, is this like a pizza place? I was like, Sutton, get a fucking grip, girl. And and then she starts itching and she goes, I'm itching because I have neuropathy. Okay. I was like, why are you talking about itching right now? You're literally. You want his dick? That's. It's going to go. Itching is not. Yeah. Don't talk about itching (laughs) on a date. And then at one point she goes, I love music. Well, though, this part made me like, oh, I love her. Her growing up in the 80s. Sutton was like in the like punk new wave early 80s, like CGBG scene. CBGBs. Was she though? I mean, I want, I want I kind of, I actually think Sutton was like in, in the mix. I see her being in like the downtown scene in New York. I need Sutton to get like a good, she needs to be like serviced by a man. I Sanjit? think she should have like a sex worker situation. I feel like Sanjit would go down on her. Yeah. He's probably a good lover. <laughs> but she's not going to get. She's you're not going to get. Like, what? You're literally like, he's tantric. He's tantric. No. <laughs> I just think like Sanjit. I get a sexy vibe from Sanjit. Yeah. I feel like he's like good in bed and. but Sexy she's, and smart. And she's. She's not going to get any because she's talking about her itchiness. She's itching her foot. Before Din Din and wearing like a sexless cute jumper with a kitten on it. It was bad. Also, I just have to say I got an ad on my Peacock because I want my computer and it was a Hilton ad. I was like. They're trying to get you. Are you Hilton honors? No. Me neither. Fuck no. I'm Marriott. Bon Bon boy baby. Garcelle and Erica meet at that awful bar that we went to. Which one? That was the bar we went to in Hollywood. That night where we were like in a sea of straight men. On the roof? Yes. Really? Yeah. Because you could see Beauty and Essex and the Dream wow. Hotel. Remember we were like... Remember her- those like heat lamps that were yeah. like the biggest lamps we've ever seen? Do you remember walking through the crowd and being somehow feeling small even though they weren't taller than us? Yeah. That was... Wow. Harrowing. What a night. Yeah. There they are. <laughs> chatting on that roof. Just about EJ's basically like, can I have a tea? And the woman the is there. She's like, we don't do like hot drinks or something weird. And then she goes, well, I'll have a cognac then. <laughs> and then Garcelle goes, wow, tea or cognac? But also I'm like, Garcelle, you're being annoying. Like, stop counting all the drinks. You need Al-Anon. Everyone needs Al-Anon. <laughs> Garcelle doesn't need Al-Anon. She just needs like... She's like, let it go. Annoying on. (laughs) Yeah, like, you can't, like... Stop being annoying. If you don't, if you truly don't want to hang out with someone because they're drinking too much, you just don't hang out with them. But that's, I get the vibe and I kind of, I understand this. I think Garcelle has... She has to hang out with her because they're on a show together. That plus, I think she's morbidly curious. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think Garcelle is like, kind of... She's trying to, she's putting her investigative journalism hat on. She's like, 
if Sutton won't investigate, I have no choice but to pick up. This is the sequel. Picking up the slack from my to partner. Sherlock Holmes too. She's Watson. Sutton goes, I simply can't. I'm out. I'm out forever. I'm trying to find love. But you take the lead on this one. And Garcelle picks up the monocle and puts it on. And this is where the so, story continues. Garcelle drove the hour and a half it took to get to to L.A. <laughs> from wherever the fuck she lives. And Garcelle lives in Bakersfield. <laughs> <laughs> she lives really far. No, I think it's like it's like North Calabasas. It's like north of Calabasas almost. It this setting of where her house is. It's like Santa Barbara. Like nothing I've seen in los angeles proper i feel like it's it must be like hidden hills she's crossed the county line maybe um but she erica goes you know garcelle i think she goes you have to know this Sutton is a liability for you (laughs) and garcelle's like wait what what? like you're saying this woman is a liability i love her going Erica Jane is the most scandalous woman in America right now. There is no one that is more of a walking <laughs> liability than this woman. And she's saying Sutton Strack is a liability. <laughs> yeah. She is. She's the master of her own destruction. I was like, no, she's not. You're talking about yourself no, right now. You. You're on a rooftop bar in Hollywood talking about yourself. Yeah. You're literally... You are the best. Drinking <laughs> brown here. liquor whilst pilled out. Like, you are mastering your own destruction. While being sued. Yeah. Your life floats from one lawsuit to the next. Your belongings are continually being repossessed. See, but that's why I'm kind of like, I'm loving it. Because, like, that's just such a ridiculous, untrue statement. And I just love her saying it with gusto. No, and I love it, too. And, and I, I don't want her to get sober. I'll say <laughs> I don't want anyone on reality TV to get sober. True if I'm being perfectly truthful. I think that's a that's a truth that people are afraid to say, but that's part of the genre is when you get sober you are no longer fun on reality television. I mean, I'm saying I want Dorinda to get sober, but then I'm also like, but it's so fun. No. I want Dorinda to just have a new did I say this to you? Did I say this on the pod? I don't know. I want Ultimate Girls Trip to just take place at Bluestone Manor. Yeah, you did. You yeah, did. yeah. Every... And have like a rotating. And just Dorinda be the. And just Dorinda abuses and rage <laughs> as a rageaholic. And it's just like, who will she rage at next? That's a show I would watch for all of eternity. I don't want any. Sobri- <laughs> I don't want sobriety in the realm of reality television. Sorry. Well. Well, another day. That was a good episode. Of RHOBH. I was kind of bored. Oh. I liked it. I thought it started off with a bang. And then about halfway through, I was like. I think we're just biding our time for Faggate. And it's <sighs> it's happening soon. And I think. We, we don't just... get to Aspen soon. TikTok. Guys, um, write in. If you want to send reader mail to our Patreon. Well, you have to join the Patreon. You have to join the Patreon first. Five dollars a month. Then great you, deal. No, it's six dollars. Six dollars a month. <laughs> great deal. And then you can write in an email to get your either email or voice memo read aloud. Yeah. Or listened and to on the bonus episode. You really become part of the conversation. Yeah, you don't really. You actually don't really marinate in sup unless until you join the page. Yeah. It's such. 
strong community of lawlers. Oh, love kings it. God and love queens you. and theys and thems, royalty, the lot of them. We love you all. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.